Hello and welcome to the Pretentious Conversations podcast. This is episode 12 and it is currently March 3, 2023. I don't know how long it's been since our last episode um, because we haven't uploaded it yet. In fact, by the time we upload this, there should be two episodes out that weren't out previously. But that's a very long introduction. I'm your host, Val, and joined by me is my co-host. Um, introduce yourself, bitch. Uh, I am his co-host, Josh. And so, yeah, again, like Val mentioned, it's been a while. So by the time we post this, we'll probably post the other two all at the same time, just to give you guys more content. Um, we do have a bonus episode uh, in between episode 10 and 11. So that's something uh, our listeners can uh, look out for in the following days. Yeah, and if you want to... If you want to question why it took so long to upload those last two episodes, please send hate speech to Josh at our email. <laughs> um, if you guys don't know, we have a delegation of tasks. I am in charge of all the art direction for our lovely, um, I'd say, gallery-worthy uh, podcast, whatever, artworks, whatever you put on the fucking episodes. And Josh is in charge of audio editing. And my job is very... You know, I can do it. But, but Josh... In my defense... Okay, go, defend yourself. In my go, defense, go, go. Val can do his job in like 10 minutes. I have to listen to the entire podcast again while editing. I have school. Yes, and I have an internship and school at the same time. Yeah, but you, the, the school part there doesn't... You know, it's not as heavy. Josh, you could literally just play this in the background while, like, fucking around or, like, doing schoolwork. And they'll be like, oh, I have to edit this. I have to edit that. You know? No, actually, no. Fine, fine, fine. I'll accept your defense. But I just have to say, when we started this podcast, we made a distinct agreement about the delegation of tasks. So, um, I have zero accountability for the delay in episodes. It's all on Josh. I will take full accountability for our delay in episodes. Right, but thank you. understand my context as well. Yeah, okay. So, I'll leave it up to you. Um, any kind of speech, any kind of emails are welcome. Please. <laughs> please. Please. Please email us. We're, we're lonely podcast hosts. We, we need interactions. <laughs> yeah, we're very deprived. Um, anyway, so that was quite the long intro. Uh, let's just start how we usually start. We'll do some check-in. So, Josh, how have you been since um, our last episode? Uh, X number of months ago. All right, th- our last episode, if I remember correctly, was December, so it's been three three months, three months ago. Yeah. How have I been? A lot of changes in the past three months, and okay, a lot more so in the past month, I'd say. Um, been working a lot on thesis. It's been very stressful uh, working on molecular biology because I am still somehow a pre med student. Um, so yeah, I do have class in like an hour, so this is an extremely impromptu podcast episode for you guys, so I hope yes, uh, we were able to finish this on time, or else I'll be fucked. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, if Josh is late, that's just a proof to our commitment to this podcast. I'm still in my work hours, technically, and Josh has class at like 1 o'clock, and it's like 11.20 right now, and he has to go to school for it, so... You know, it's just the sacrifices you make to make a great podcast like this. Ain't it, Josh? Definitely, definitely. I'm also eating lunch right now because it's the only time in the day where I can eat food. Because my class is like five hours long. 
So if you hear if you hear some munching sounds, that's probably me. I apologize. Uh, what about yeah, you, Josh? Josh will Josh will probably edit it out. Um, probably edit it out. Yeah. Yeah, and then the episode will be released like five months after. Anyway, um, on my end, uh, I got an internship, so I'm like a working man essentially. My my weeks are very long. I have um, eight hour work days from Monday to Friday, and then I have class on Saturday. So the only time I'm really free is on Sundays. But even on Sundays, I usually do uh, rowing team work. But that's more of leisure for me. So I've been very busy uh, trying to get my life together and adjusting to the shift to like being a young professional and all of that. Um, so yeah, it's been very busy. Me and Josh have been very busy recently, but obviously we have such such love for this podcast and you know we've been doing this podcast for what two years now yeah two Two not three yeah Yeah. so you know even despite the busy schedules we'll always try to find time to to record our episodes and you know they say that the best things in life take time so you know the three months format whatever how many months you guys have to wait for the next episode just know it's gonna be worth it because this is a quality podcast that's yeah, quality podcast, definitely. Quality, yeah, yeah. We have one of my co-hosts eating food right now. Definitely a quality podcast. Actually, um, we we did have plans of of recording episodes live, and by live I mean like together, like in one room. Yeah, 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 right. Alone and intimate. To oh, sorry, I mean to make a very uh, interesting, yeah. Yeah. Hold up, pause, pause. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, maybe down the line when we reach twenty episodes, we'll start doing videos. Not not like not like YouTube videos, but you know how like the Joe Rogan style where we have a camera set up and all that jazz. We're really trying to make this podcast go to the next level. But enough of that. Um, wow, I said that as if I had a topic to discuss today. When really, uh, we were supposed to record on Sunday, but I was just like, yeah, we can record right now. We yeah. can record right now. That was 10 minutes ago. So That was literally 10 minutes ago because we had to, we had to get here fast because Josh has class at one. So, um, yeah, let's just talk about some stuff, man. I mean, have you, have you watched any movies or sent any music that really caught your attention? Or, like, have there any been any, like, new realizations you had in life? That have really made you ponder and, and, and want to think. Mm, all right, <clears throat> I think we should. We, I think I can start off like in a very light mood first before we get into the deeper shit. We'll save that later on. Uh huh. Yeah. So, one of the things I've been listening to that really caught my attention recently was um, "Self Medication" by Logic. Uh huh. So it's in his newest album called College Park, and it's just a really like lo-fi vibey <coughs> song and at the end like it's it's blown up in social media because of uh seth, seth mcfarland the seth mcfarland feature and like i knew he had a good voice because he can do impressions but like the same with everyone else who's heard the song he sounds like frank sinatra he is frank sinatra like he sounds like the second it's it sounds like he it sounds like Frank Sinatra came in his mouth and he just got all the talent. Okay, maybe that's not how it works. But he <laughs> does sound like Frank Sinatra. I will agree with you on that. Maybe maybe not the methodology of how he sounds like Frank Sinatra. 
Can you imagine that's how it worked? And you just come in someone's mouth and then they start sounding like you. Man, you'd have a lot of children sounding like Michael Jackson. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you'd have a lot of female porn stars just sounding like dudes. Can you imagine some guy with a really deep voice, like in a, like a porn video, <laughs> like comes in the mouth of like a female porn star, and then both moans just sound like it's coming from <laughs> the guy throughout the whole video. I I really I'm really glad that this didn't work that way because holy shit, I feel like all porn would just go to shit if that were to happen. Uh, so what about like the people who are into like bestiality? Do you think they they they, they start sounding? Yeah, like can you imagine the no 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 no. It's the animals will start speaking human language. <laughs> <laughs> that is so fucked up. That's why bestiality is um, uh No, no, no. <laughs> oh, oh, go on. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. no, no. Bestiality is wrong, no matter the context. But if that were the case, if coming in someone's mouth or in something's mouth were to give you their voice, then that would be one of the reasons as well. Oh, so is All that right. why furries are a thing? No, furries are people fucking each other in animal costumes. Or in fursonas, as they like to Fursona, refer right, to it right, as. Right. So if, if, not, you, if, a, if a dragon like came in your mouth, you think you'd be able to breathe fire? If that were the case, I would take a cum shot to the mouth from a dragon. You Really, I feel like you that would? Would be, yeah. But it depends. It depends. If, like, like, no health repercussions. It's just like regular semen. Fuck it, why not? For the ability to breathe fire, sure. But what if it's like what if it's like a gallon? Just because it's a like it's a fucking gigantic dragon, you have to drink a gallon of its semen. It depends. Can I dilute it? Can I like add it to drinks? <laughs> Make a cocktail. Yeah. Can I like yeah like it, like it'll be like a month long project. Like I'll just like put it in my like I don't know I'll make iced tea every day and I'll just put like maybe I don't know like five milliliters of it. Until I finish a whole gallon. You go up to Starbucks and be like, yeah, can I please get a grande white chocolate mocha? Um, yeah, then I had them like a small container. Like, oh, put this in there. Don't ask what it is. It's, can you please replace the milk there. with a dragon semen? <laughs> I brought my own. Don't worry. Yeah, no, no, no. I feel like it really would be like the inconsp- inconspicuous thing. Like, I just have like a, like a, like a sealed off container like not transparent that also they can't see what's inside i'm like just throw this in there don't ask any questions i'll pay you extra just put it in there and then like that's my last uh drop of semen i just start breathing fire <laughs> in the starbucks they're like whoa 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 we start fucking roasting their coffee yeah i'll be like oh you guys are out of fuel or just uh, <laughs> just fucking <laughs> Uh, yeah, we're not uh, we're not even fifteen minutes in, and we're talking about dicks and dragons again. I mean, this wouldn't be the pretentious conversations podcast if we if we didn't talk about dicks within the episode. Oh, that's we're just getting there faster. We're just getting there faster. We're getting it out of the way. We're getting it out of the way. Yeah. But I don't think I I I, did, I do wonder if if furries are considered. I mean, I I do feel like they have some level of bestiality in them because. Otherwise, they wouldn't be furries. At least people who like furries who are into like sexual actions, right? I feel like there are some furries who just like want to be in their fursona. Yeah. But not all want to fuck another fursona. But I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I think we've opened this invite in the podcast previously. If any furries want to come on the podcast, we'd love to have you on just to talk about what it's like to be a furry. And and yeah. Uh, No disrespect to... yeah. 
If, Alternatively, go. Alternatively, if any furry wants to come into Val's mouth to give him a fire breathing powers, uh, please email us. But I need empirical evidence. Like, like I need this. I need to see like NASA labs showing that it's possible. Otherwise, I wouldn't take it. I'm not taking a cum shot to the mouth for nothing. Okay, <laughs> that's a that's a clip, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That is an, a great out of context. That clip. is a great out of context. Clip. <laughs> okay, but that could be the title of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't take a cum shot to the mouth for for nothing. That, oh, all right, now we now we got a title too. Okay, we're we're set. We're set. We're really yeah. speedrunning. That, that's how you know. That's how you know. We we don't have we didn't have an agenda for today, but we're we're killing the episode already. All right. I now, feel like okay. Uh, no, no, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. You go ahead. You go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna ask. Like now that I've spoken my piece i want to ask i want to return the question to you and just ask how you've been you already asked how i've been the question really? was like yeah what an unprofessional this is why you know sometimes you have to have like the the superior podcast host oh, kind of fine. fine you're right you're right that's on me that's on me that's on you anyway um so i've been listening to a lot of old school music i mean not old not old old but like I, I'm, I'm thinking these are like 2010s or like early 2000s. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to describe them, but like, you know, Closing Time by Semisonic, Don't Look Back in Anger by Oasis, Jumper by Third Eye Blind, All the Small Things by Blink-182. They're like my jogging music. There's something about like, I don't know. It's It's like rock, but it's not too like out there. Okay. And it, it, it's, it's just so good. I mean, but... To be fair, these songs are like the kind of songs that they sound really nice, but they also make you ponder on life. They're like, you know, closing time. That one lyric, every new beginning comes from some other beginnings. And I'm like, damn. Damn, this is a banger song. But they also spitting some real ass facts. What, so, yeah. What genre would you consider that actually like? Oh, I, I, I call it my nomadic music. <laughs> Your nomadic <laughs> music. How, yeah, my nomadic music. But is it like alternative uh, rock? I, I guess it's alt rock. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess it's alt rock. But I, I really wouldn't know. If any music experts want to come out there, if <laughs> if any band members from Semisonic Oasis, Goo Goo Dolls, um, Third Eye Blind, if you want to come on the podcast, or in just send mouth. an email. Yeah, or in my mouth. As long as I get superpowers from it, why not? As long as you give them your, as long as you value your voice. Yeah. Or your like guitar skills, bass skills, drums. Uh, fine, fine, I'll take it. God, that would be such a cool. You know, just going back to that topic, that would be such a cool superhero like character. Like, imagine in the DC comic universe, there's a character who can intake semen and get their powers. So like, <laughs> like, like while while Superman's sleeping, he just gives him a quick hand job and he takes the semen into his mouth and he just becomes like another Superman. And then he does that for like I don't know, Martian Manhunter. How did it work for females? Maybe it's like a, a an only guy thing. No, well women have their own um excre- excretion. <laughs> I don't I don't know what you're calling it. Like uh women yeah. Women have their own thing. I just, I don't know what it's called. I don't want to go through. I, let's stick to men. Let's stick to, yes, I feel let's like stick to men. Chance we we might get canceled <laughs> if we talk to 
if we talk about women. I mean, we're all we're we're all equal here, but you know, just in case we don't want to like step over a landmine. So let's talk about me and Josh's gender instead. But yeah, I think that'll be an interesting superhero comic, or or, or maybe like. What is it? Like, you know Mystique from X-Men? How she can turn into other people? Yeah. Like, as soon as you get the cum shot of one person. You become that person. No, no. You have the ability to, like, transform into that person. It's like Mystique where it's like an on and off switch. Like, you can go back to your basic self. Or you can transform into that person. Or, like, another person whose semen you've intaken, essentially. So, it only has to happen once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You only need to okay. take the cum shot once, yeah. So, yeah, if anyone, I don't know, any DC publishers, Marvel publishers wants to take this idea, you know, we'll be more than happy to sell it for, uh, for a stake. I don't know what you call it. What? what for what, a share. For a share of the earnings. There you go. What would you name the superhero? Just in case a, a similar one comes out in the future, we can say we did it first. Um, That's a good question. I'm like semen mouth, um, <laughs> or like you know how there's like dead shot. What if you just name him cum shot? Cum cum shot, pretty good, yeah. pretty good. We can we can add, we can expand his powers. I guess cum shot can be like the at the velocity and uh, the power of like a ballista sniper or something like that. <laughs> then, like the more he pens it up, the stronger the bullet is. <laughs> like. There's one chapter. This is like this this otherworldly threat coming, and he's been like he for like there's an oracle character who forecasted its arrival. He's been like chased for a year, and once it comes, he just shoots like the year load of pent up semen, and it just like <laughs> blows through it, and there's like a huge explosion in the sky, and like the ship just falls to crash, and they're like, you know, there's this unknown superhero, like no one knows his identity. But what if, like, he has to save someone on the flight? Like, he would have to jack off first, right? And so I'd be like, I feel like, please help me. Fucking come shot and be like, wait, I'm not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he'd have, you know, maybe it's like a character development thing throughout the, the series. Like, at first, he, ha- like, it takes him a while, but eventually, like, he knows the correct <laughs> position or the correct stroke to, like, to get it out quickly. Just like, like th- quick three taps, pop, 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 shoots out, and then, and then hits the enemy. It's like a Mexican standoff. Like, he just has his yeah. dick out the entire time. Yeah, I, I, I mean, like, I feel like it would really be a character development thing because, like, maybe it's in his character that he can't control like the power, so he can never like just shoot his semen at a person. Like, he can't have regular sex essentially because it could kill them. Ah, okay. So it's a story about like self control and and like growing, like you know he didn't ask for the super semen shot or the super semen powers, but with great power comes great responsibility. This could be the next Spider Man. I um let's figure out the origin story. Like what what would this origin story be for Comshot? I'm not sure. He'd either be a nerd who's just like who can't get any women. And so he just jacks off until he gets like, like in in lab class, similar to Spider Man. There's like a I don't know, like a uranium crystal that that someone like chucks at him as a joke, but he intakes it, like he eats it, and then his semen just becomes like powerful. Or he's like a jock who enjoys having sex, and then one day 
like a shooting star passes and and like it the radioactive whatever of the star gives him that power so he can't you know continuous playboy life i'd say that those are the two options we can we can work with so yeah yeah i feel like that would be his origin story and then it would be a really good growth thing and like he but i feel like one of the most interesting chapters of that story would be when he discovers that he could transform into other people by taking in their semen <laughs> i'm will this character be part of the lgbt i know i think it would be interesting if he weren't part of the lgbtq community cuz that would be a sacrifice you know he's not into taking cum shots into the mouth but he has but let's to. say but he has to let's say like he has to infiltrate a russian base like procuring nuclear warheads he has to sneak in jack off the russian commander and take in a seed so he can act upon it and then disable all of the nukes that's his that's his like character you know okay. that's him so so it it's a guy it's a guy it's a straight male a straight male who who needs to take gum in his mouth to save the world yeah but but like I, I feel like there are other semen type powers we can add. But for for now, it's just like that that super powered come shot and like the the transformation ability. Because let's say he doesn't have time to to like 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 in his formative years as a superhero, he doesn't know like the correct technique to get it out on time. Yeah. But yeah. like some girl is like, or some guy, you know, some individual is getting crushed by like a truck or something. So he just like. I don't know. Maybe he took in like Eddie Hall semen, and then he just transforms <laughs> into Eddie Hall, and he just like lifts the car. Like he has that kind of uh, ability, abilities. Yeah. What if he just has like an, the the Avatar state moment, and his hand just becomes like extremely fast? <laughs> like he starts floating in the sky, and he just can't stop himself from dragging off. Maybe you know, may, may, maybe like you know how there are like some some time skips in like some manga and some like even comics where they show like the character's development. Yeah. Like you can see him. He's like he's like a costume. His like right arm is jacked as fuck. No, no, it's not <laughs> jacked cuz like he needs the speed, but it's like so toned. Like it's ready to go at like Mach 10 speeds while his left arm is like n- developed but not as developed. Like you can see a distinct difference between the right and the left. I mean, he could be left-handed, but you get the idea. It's like one or the other, right? Yeah. So there you go. Like that. That's what I'm foreseeing with regards to, um, with regards to how it goes. What if What if it's like a Bucky arm, but it just has a flashlight at the end? That could be. Maybe he. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine that. No. No. That. That makes sense. Like he partners up with like a genius scientist to, to make that, that device. Right. That makes him. I, come I, I could instantly. see it. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it. <laughs> I could see it. I could see it happening. Well, there you go. I feel like I feel like some comic studios could pick this up. If this, if this know, becomes it, a show, I'll be really mad. Like if we don't get credit. No, I'm 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 gonna sue. I'm suing. I'm gonna like make a cease and desist or whatever. And yeah, I mean to be fair on my end, like you know, I feel like this has a lot of potential. Because at first you'd think it's just like, oh, it's it's one of those like stupid funny comics about a guy jacking <laughs> off. And that's his superpower. But you read it, you're like, 
30 chapters in, and you're like, this is so much deeper than that. This is like about a guy learning how to overcome obstacles, learning how to grow and be better, and to understand that sometimes some things in life are given to us that we don't ask for. But we have to make do with it. We can't just be, you know, we can't just fold, essentially. So that's like the yeah. very philosophical or like theme of the entire Yeah, it's narrative. a juxtaposition. Yeah, it's a juxtaposition of like a really funny concept, but a really deep, a really deep, like, you know, story underlying it. I really like that. I really like how that sounds. So yeah, I mean, like, that's just a really interesting superhero idea, in my opinion. And can you imagine we just came up with that on the spot? That is true. So not only yeah, not only are we great podcast hosts, we're also just you know, I feel like if anyone had like needs an innovative idea, you can just come on the podcast. We'll, we'll toss around ideas. It could be like a I don't know, you know, a brainstorming like a session. Think tank. Yeah, think yeah, tank. a brainstorming yeah, yeah, yeah. session, like a think tank type of uh, deal. So any big CEOs, any big shots in the corporate world that that are feeling a bit lost, but they want to come up with the next big idea, feel free to email us. Uh, email will always be in the description of the episode, just so that you can get, you know, some some good ideas. Who knows? <clears throat> With our help, you may make the next Facebook or the next Apple, pretentious or the next Google. Pretentious conversations consultancy firm. Exactly. You want to make a million dollars a day? <laughs> a day. <laughs> a day. <laughs> Go hit us up. You'll be, yeah, you'll you'll over you'll surpass Elon Musk in no time. Uh, but we get ten percent each. Well we get ten percent. Yeah. Yeah. So me and Josh get what? Ten percent. <laughs> how, how am I choking this? Yeah, but you're how every season. Come on, man. Yeah. A hundred thousand there you go. Dollars a day. I mean fifty. Fifty split both ways. We're not gonna ask for ten percent each, you know, you know. I mean if we're the main people conceptualizing it, I think. No, I'm down to conceptualize it for for fifteen fifty thousand a day. Like 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 conceptualize and then we don't do anything for the project anymore. Oh, yeah, fair enough. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But but if you feel like you've reached another roadblock with that innovation, and we can make it three million dollars a day, we'll be asking for a twenty five percent cut. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine so, yeah. not having to work for the rest of your life just because you came up with this like one idea in an like in a span of an hour? Oh, I mean. I could imagine it, but let's make it a reality. Elon Musk, are you listening? Jeff Bezos, I feel like you guys could use some fresh ideas. Hell, if you want to develop, you know, who knows? Maybe Elon Musk, you'd want to start your own comic book company. You can start with Cumshot. You could start with Cumshot. You could start with Cumshot. I feel like that's very on brand for Elon Musk as a guy who just like does random things. So, you know, I feel like we'd be perfect business partners for someone like Elon Musk. Yeah. Maybe not so much Jeff Bezos, but definitely Elon Musk. Yeah, Jeff Bezos doesn't strike me as a adventurous type of guy. Yeah, but honestly, I feel like Comshot Man down the line, like in his latter years, would look like Jeff Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like the Mr. Like bald Clean and wrinkled. Guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like, like a jacked... Jeff Bezos, but like you know, his face is like a bit old and wrinkly after all of the cum shots he's had to, <laughs> after all the saving the universe he's had to do, 
you know, like the stress that's spent on. But they do say that applying cum on your face has some benefits. So maybe he looks young because of that. Oh, yeah. No, that could be another thing. Maybe his, like, down the line, let's say, like, a development of his power is his cum can actually heal injuries. <laughs> like, he has two settings. It's either, like, the super bullet or, like, it can save people. That is a slippery slope, buddy. Is it? Yeah, it's like... That, that's low-key, like, sexual harassment. Like, please, miss, you're dying. Just let me come on you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean... It's like, like a Dave like, Chappelle like, joke. Like, <laughs> it is, it is. I No, but that would add... Oh, okay, okay, okay. It sounds fucked up. Okay, no, no. I feel like one is, like, let's say he gets injured in battle... So he has to like, let's say like he has a cut on his arm. So he just rubs his own semen on it <laughs> and like it heals. Like the cut is gone. But maybe that's like a moral dilemma in one of like the, the chapters. Like, like there's, a, there's a girl who's lost consciousness and she's dying. Or like a guy. Fuck it. I, again, equality here. Because it's still going to be the same moral dilemma of do you come in their mouth to save their lives but do it unconsensually or do you just let them die? And that's the moral dilemma every time. That would be the... No, no not every time. I feel like it would be like a one-chapter thing. It would be like the type of thing that, that would get people like talking on Twitter. And then... Yeah, it, I, I wouldn't say it's like an every every like chapter kind of thing. Maybe what they can do, like an interesting idea is... Like they present the setup in one chapter... And then they delay the the like the the chapter like like they go on hiatus for a while, but they they get the fans' reception of it. Like this could be like I don't know fifty a hundred chapters <clears throat> in, so that there's a fan base to talk about what's happening, and then they see what people say, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It becomes like a it, like it becomes they, like a public vote on what happens next. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and then like, me me it depends. It depends. If he's like a, a well-known superhero, like there could be a panel where they show like actual tweets saying that he should save or he shouldn't save her life or his or her life rather. Like actual tweets that were published and it's going to be like a very meta, like third wall breaking kind of like chapter for the comic. I feel like that would make a very interesting setup. It, yeah. Def- we, should, we should make this shit. Honestly. We should make this shit. Who knows? Maybe we will down the line. If we can get like a uh, like an artist on board, like an artist and a writer on board who like want to do this as a passion project, actually who have knows? a friend who's a comic artist. So, you know, well, being a comic artist isn't the main concern on our end. It's if they're willing to fucking draw <laughs> a comic about a guy whose superpower is just shooting cum. I think we'll find someone who's interested. I feel like there's someone out there in the world who would who'd be willing to do it. I'm 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 definitely not saying that, um, you know that it's impossible, but you know it's gonna take some time to find the right person. Yeah. You know, someone who isn't gonna half-ass it because he thinks it's a stupid, um, it's a stupid concept. Someone who's like really willing, like who sees the vision and is willing to put their time into it for it. If you had to choose an actor to play Cum Shotman in a feature film, who would it be? It depends. It depends on. I. I. It wouldn't be for a featured film. I feel like Cum Shotman would 
would wouldn't have his death captured in like a two hour film. It would have to be like a three, four season series. Okay. So who who would it be? I think I think my vote would be like Pedro Pascal. Oh, my vote would definitely be Tom Holland. <laughs> for, for a cover shot, man. Can you imagine? He goes from playing Spider-Man <laughs> to cover shot, man. Is that a fucking no, but to web slinging? He just has gum coming out of his wrists. Dude, that could be an, that could be another thing. Like, he's he's web swinging, but it's like from his cock. Like he's just grabbing <laughs> his cock and he's just like swinging it across. I like Johnny Sins. No, I feel like it would have to be Tom Holland, especially if we're starting him from like a teenager face, right? Man, that sounds bad. No, like like college, college. So it's not like <laughs> you know, definitely college, definitely legal age. <laughs> For everyone listening, <laughs> this, this isn't like like uh, look. This is a very fucked up concept, but there are boundaries to how fucked up it can be. So they have to be in college. But I don't know. What if it's like I'm not sure. I'm not sure. John Cena. If it's if it's live, no. If it's live series, I don't. Th- maybe we'd have to go with like Johnny Sins, because I don't think Tom Holland would be willing to show his cock and and like. I mean, he doesn't have to. It doesn't have to be his own. What <laughs> do you mean they have a silicon cock on top of his real? Yeah, one? you could have like a prosthetic for it. Also, he probably has his own costume that just has like a cutout, that like a sleeve, like a cock sleeve. Maybe. Maybe. Here's my alternative choice. Jordi El Nino. <laughs> At least for the Jordi development Nino. phase. Like the teenage years. Yeah, yeah, but we'd have to go with like the, the nerd route. Like we can't go with the jock route. Oh, fair. Or maybe like some, someone like Oscar to... Isaac, maybe. I feel... No, but again, again well, are they willing to show their cock? I mean, they don't, again, they don't have to. Stars. They don't have to. Fine. If we're going for a like a PG ish version, although this can't be PG, it's gonna be like R sixteen at best. Like no cock, no cock shown on screen. Tom Holland. If it's an R eighteen where cock is shown, Jordi El Nino. At least for the development, like like for seasons one, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Seasons one, maybe two, depending on how how long the the development, the college, whatever years go for him. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. We spent thirty minutes talking about cock and cock. Oh, you know, I could also take Andrew Garfield. I wouldn't be mad at mm, Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andrew Garfield. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I could imagine. Andrew Garfield was so good in The Amazing Spider-Man. I could imagine him, like, just bodying this character. Like, like just killing it. There I say he's the best Spider-Man. I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. In terms of nostalgia factor, it's definitely Tobey Maguire. But, like, objectively... Like, if I were not to take nostalgia into account, it would be Andrew Garfield 100% of the way. Yeah. He had, he added his, like, own quirkiness to it, you know? Yeah. It just felt so genuine. And he felt the most, like, spy- like, he felt, in terms of, like, the quips that Spider-Man does, he felt the most accurate. That's true. Because Tom Holland embodies, like, the innocence. Tobey Maguire is just, I don't know, like, Spider-Man. I, I don't know what he does right about Spider-Man, but he just does right. Well, he was. Like, the I first. feel like Tobey Maguire embodies the responsibility, and like you know, the, the whole with great power comes great responsibility, 
and then Andrew Garfield embodies the comedic aspect and then Tom Holland embodies like the the teenager trying to be a hero yeah. aspect of Spider-Man. So they all do like something right about Spider-Man, but like my favorite is Andrew Garfield personally. Can you imagine? Holy shit, if this becomes a thing, we can do like a uh no way home kind of thing <laughs> where we have like multiverse There's three multiversal come shot man. <laughs> Alright, who would be your other two? Oh, fuck yeah, I'm gonna recast the whole spider. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tom Holland and Tobey Maguire. Fuck it, why not? Why not? I think I oh, honestly, I think Robert Pattinson would also be a good come shot man. No, but it would be too gritty. It would be too gritty. Yeah, but then I don't think I'd mind. You know, it's like oh. Okay, go go. It's like go. the comedic, the comedic value of it is already coming from the fact that he has to come on himself and on other people. No, I disagree. I I I wouldn't want the gritty actor playing. I I I would venture as far as saying if we didn't have to care about like the feasibility of of how they look like as in the teenage years compared to like when they're older, I would cast Robert Downey Jr. as mature <laughs> comfort. <laughs> Uh, RDJ is come shot, man. I don't, isn't he a bit? I think like, he just has a. Oh, and... I don't know. Like every time I think of RDJ, I think of Iron Man, and I feel like he was. Too... Okay, fair. No, no, no. I, I, I take it back. I cast RDJ as a genius inventor who made the jacking off arm machine, like arm whatever, the one with like the flashlight at the end, mm, okay. to allow him to like come immediately. That's where I'll cast him as. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Alternative option for Come Shot Man for me personally is uh, Michael B. Jordan. I'll cast him anywhere. Fuck it. <laughs> I'll cast him anywhere. He could be the lead. He could be like one of the main villains in the series. Whatever. What about Ryan Reynolds? I th- I feel like he could pull it off. I mean, he's already I a comedic he... <clears throat> uh, no, I- icon, right? So like, It depends. If we're going for a lighter tone, Ryan Reynolds. If we're going for a darker tone, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> That's why... <laughs> That's my trailer thought. It's like Blade Runner twenty forty nine XMT. Yeah, like 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 the empty look on his face. That's him. Like after after the moral dilemma of like what he should like <laughs> come come in the first that's mouth or not. Can you imagine? He's just like fucking jacking off with just like that dead look on his face. I think that'd be terrifying. I feel like there would. I feel like it could work though. Like I don't know what the setup would be, but it could work. It could. It could. Yeah, I I would take either Ryan, and then I don't know. I'll take I'll 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 cast Margot Robbie as like a reporter or something. Okay, just just for the sake of having Margot Robbie there, or Anna Dermas. What is it? Fuck it, they can both they can both be there. Yeah, yeah. Anna Dermas definitely. What about like the older version of Anna? Come shot, man. I feel like Daniel Craig. How old are we talking about? Like Daniel Craig. How old are we talking about? How old are we talking about? Like uh, 40s. Like 50s. retirement yeah, years? Yeah, yeah. Or like, what? Like, like uh, Gran Torino years. Gran Torino years. I could see Daniel Craig doing it. Oh, who else? Who's an old actor? My name is Shot. 
cum shot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna Google old old actors. <laughs> like Robert De Niro. George Clooney. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 okay, that's good. <laughs> I Google old actors. Fucking Morgan Freeman. <laughs> there I was. <laughs> in my young days I would use my cum to save the people <laughs> but now I can't even get my cock <laughs> why <laughs> the list is fucking whoopee cold <laughs> so I was stroking and stroking it but nothing would come out that's how I knew my superhero days had come to an end. <laughs> that would make a killer ending monologue, though. Holy. That would make a killer ending monologue. Danny DeVito. <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine? This is like season... Like, I don't know. I don't know how long it is. Let's say hypothetically season 5, season 6. But you have to cast every version of him accordingly to Danny DeVo- DeVito being him at like the last few episodes. Uh, what do you mean? That would be what a, that would... no, because all of our all of our uh, like pegs for who's acting as what as like what time period. That's for that specific time period. The casting for like the other time periods or the other ages would have to be according to that one casting. Okay. So, like, let's say we're casting Danny DeVito as, like, retirement come shot man. We'd have to cast, like, teenage and young adult and middle-aged come shot man accordingly to him, like, becoming Danny DeVito by the last few episodes. That's what I mean. Fuck, then who would you cast then? Exactly. That's why I don't want to think about the, the, um, the feasibility of everything. Because that's too hard. That's too hard. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like this could be a very good idea. Uh, I just want to say, I have to leave soon. We're 43 minutes just talking about dicks come shot. Okay, I think we have like 16 minutes left in this episode. So, you want to pivot to talking about like more serious shit or, or, or what? Yeah, sure. I think we can we can cap it off at like some more on a more like serious note. Yeah. Okay, so here's I'm I'm gonna talk about where I'm coming from then I guess to um to to add a bit more depth you know I I'm sure our audience enjoyed listening to the thirty minute discussion of Come Shot Man and all its capabilities, and the invitation is still open to any big studios any big comic book houses that want to pick it up, um uh, but yeah going to a more real thing I feel like um oh shit uh I feel like. I'm at a stage where sacrifices are being made. Mm-hmm. For for context for the people listening, I am a serial romantic. Like when I fall in love, I fall hard. Okay. But that also comes at the cost of, you know, that romance or that even that infatuation being like at the center of my life. Yeah. So, you know, I I've been going through what I'd like to call love withdrawals. 
where now that I'm trying to focus on myself, it's it's like you just miss the feeling of infatuation so so hard. The th- the thrill essentially so much. Like, you miss the thrill of yeah things, yeah yeah. And, and, and I feel like that that that's sort of a thing, you know. I feel like some people can balance self love and love of like loving someone else at the same time. Mm-hmm. But like speaking from my personal experience, it's very hard. Especially, I think another big factor is how much other shit I have going on. I am like I'm managing a varsity team. I am like I have the internship. I still have school. I have like other things that I'm into, like working out and making music. So it's really just hard to you know, find enough time to figure things out to be able to balance the two. But my big thing with, like, choosing whether you want to love someone or love yourself, if you have to sacrifice one or the two, is that when you love someone else and you give 100%, they may only give 20% back, 30% back. It's hard for them to give 100% back because you can't control them and they may not feel the same about you. Yeah, and that's the harsh truth of things. But if you choose to love yourself, the only person—and I believe this to be one hundred percent too—the only person who can reciprocate your energy one hundred percent is yourself. That is true, because you're sinking your time and effort into into yourself, and you're growing, you're improving, you're being better. And like, I don't know, like a bit in relation to what you said, uh, someone did like tell me recently, like, in in whatever like thing you do just always make sure to save some for yourself yeah and i think i i th- i kind of get what you're going through naman it's it's very hard to be alone and i feel like we're at a, we're at a point in our lives where you know college we're about to graduate so many changes are going to happen soon and you know, we're still, we're still, we're we're young. You know, we're young, so we're at that point wherein you just, we just want to, we just want to explore things about ourselves, other people, find out, um, find out things that will help us in the future get to know ourselves better. So, yeah, I, I like, we we've talked about this so many times, like we're the, we're essentially the same person in the sense that when we do fall. It's like nothing else matters, right? Yeah. But yeah, like one of the things I've been, one of the things I've learned from the past few weeks, <clears throat> it's really just trying to build a life outside of being in a relationship. Because having a life, like both, like if you find, when you find a partner and like you both acknowledge na, both of you have like these different lives that you have to live, but somehow it's like you can, you can meet in the middle, and enjoy each other's company. I feel like that feels better as opposed to. Be like just making each other the center of everything. Because it gives you that freedom, to really explore yourself, and have all these unique and new experiences. And then. You get to share that with the person you're with. So like, I I fo- yeah, yeah. It's, it's like yeah, 
you know it's like it's like you have you have this space where it's just the the two of you and that's all that matters but then you also have that space where you can like freely explore everything else i don't know if that got picked up no i i, I agree i agree with that wholeheartedly but wholeheartedly rather but I guess to give context, the reason why I'm giving up that, that love for other in my end is because I did get rejected by the person I liked uh, oh, I, last December. That's fair. And then I had dinner with them. I was like, okay, it's time to, you know, move on. And then I had dinner with them one night, start of 2023. I'm like, fuck, here we go again. <laughs> so um, to me, it's like, <clears throat> if you really want to focus on yourself, right? And any changes, any changes have, has to come with breaking the cycle of of what you want to have changed right yeah it doesn't have to be all at once right i think there are some people who are capable of doing it zero to 100 they just like go through that big change all at once yeah but it's really unfeasible for most like you'll you'll do it for a day and then you'll get burnt out you'll be like i I miss these things yeah so it really for me at least the plan is like a general phase out right but it starts with one step, and that's breaking the cycle. For me, it's no longer asking this person out to dinner, right? And if any case, if ever I share this podcast on my on my story and this person listens to it, I will be very surprised, first and foremost. <laughs> I'll be very surprised. But, yeah, it's like you have to break the cycle. So for me, like, my goal is to, like, focus on myself at least physically for now, right? Yeah lose weight and get back to the physique where I want to be. But that starts with, you know, making myself the center. And that means, you know, I can still talk to this person, but I can't, I can't always seek their presence. It can't be like, I'm always looking for them. I'm always trying to be with them at all times. It has to be, I can want to talk to them. But the person I have to spend the most time with, the person I have to be the most comfortable with spending my time with is myself. Yeah. So it's a big pivot. It's definitely a big pivot. But, you know, I feel like at first I thought this is my last year of college. I should try to have as much fun as possible with it. Just, you know, fuck around and do crazy shit. But then I realized, you know, this is actually the best time. At least like now with the internship and stuff you know, kind of transitioning into understanding how the professional world works. Mm. I think it's the best time to figure your life out. Like, where do you want to go from here? Who do you want to be now that you're an adult or now that you're entering adulthood and and all it entails? I I think it's (laughs) a good time because I feel like when you have work, you're going to be career oriented. I'm not, that's not to say you can't think about life anymore and you can't continue to grow. But, like, it's good to enter the professional world and, like, actual adulthood. Being set on your ideals, your values, your habits. Because that's going to make life a lot more, you know, bearable as you try to understand all the things that come with adulthood. So that's where I'm coming from, right? That's, like, personally, my recommendation for anyone who wants to make a big shift or to, I guess, anyone who's even, like, in this moment in their life where they're about to enter adulthood, quote-unquote adulthood, and, and, like, becoming a professional. Obviously, like, this doesn't apply to everyone, but I feel like it's a it's a good, I don't know. 
at least the breaking the habit part, I think that's applicable to everyone. Yeah. You cannot go through changes unless you're willing to break the habit first. You break the habit or you break the cycle rather, and then you start the journey towards unlearning things. That's a very big step. Unlearning ideas that are unhealthy, unlearning habits that are unhealthy. Because you cannot just learn, like you cannot intake new habits and new um, new ideas if there's no more room. Like you're trying to squish them in with all the old ones. That's not, I, to me, that's not how it works. It's like this limited space. You have to kick some out to get new ones inside. Yeah, it's like what they always hear. Right? Like, yeah, sometimes you have to tear things, tear things down to build them up again. And exactly. you can't build something up from a very shaky foundation. Exactly. Yeah, but just exactly. Be, uh, I, I, just to be a devil's advocate, you know. I mean, specifically for your context, right? Like, I do agree that you should really focus on yourself, and that you should really find that space and. Like that mindset to be able to mm. love yourself. Go on. Be careful with your words. Yeah. Be careful with your words. <laughs> I will be. I will be. Calm down. But, you know, it's two things. It's one, it's that you have to find someone who's willing to give out the same energy as you do. Definitely. Right. Um, and the second one being that sometimes loving yourself also means you open up that door to allow other people to love you. Because at uh-huh. the end of the day, we're uh-huh. social beings. Uh huh. Uh huh. Like, like it's like as much as we want to be people who can live alone, the void of everything, everyone else. You can't take out that aspect. That you know, like you can't take out that social aspect <clears throat> of the human experience that you <clears throat> need to be with people. That that may, whether that be friends or like a, a specific person. Right, you can't you can't take that as you can't take that aspect away. I fully agree. Wow, Josh, it's like you you got it all figured out. I do not. <laughs> I do not. It's like, it's like you it's like you got it all figured out, buddy. But I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I, I'd like I'd That's like so to think though. I'm getting there. And we at the end of the day, we're all just here trying to be better versions of ourselves. Every every chance we That's get. That's true. That is very true. That is very true. I hate. It I hate seems you. like I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate worry, you. don't worry. I, I won't go. I won't go any further with what, what, what I'm what I'm trying to say. But you know, there there will there, there will be some people who will make the the trip worth it. One hundred percent. Amen. But you can't. Okay. Yeah. I I guess it's really just a. Uh, difference of where you're coming from right if you know that there's a person who's willing to reciprocate <coughs> that energy who also feels the same way who who you know that somewhere down the line it could work then by all means balance it but if right now in your life you don't have that person <clears throat> like you're trying to give your heart away to someone who's not willing to give you the same amount of energy then the right step isn't to <coughs> the right step isn't to look for that person the right step is to focus on yourself, return that energy to you, give that energy to you, and allow the world to give you that person. That is true. Okay. Yeah, that is true. Because if you're willing to give 100, it's, it's like one, one of my friends said, um, 
like the energy you emit is the energy that you'll attract. So if you're willing to give 100% to yourself, then maybe the world will give you someone who's willing to give you almost the same amount of energy. Again, even if you find that right person, I feel like at most, it has to be a 50-50 split. Yeah. Right? You can't give anything. You can't give too much. Maybe down the line when you're married and like you're, you've lived everything you've wanted to live in life. You've done everything you wanted to do. Like you have a family and, and you, you're like, that's your biggest priority. That's when it can be like a 70-30, 80-20, whatever. You can increase their energy wages by by whatever percent. Yeah. But when you find someone, you know, hell, I wouldn't even say 50-50. I'd say 60% to yourself, 40 to them. No matter how you how much you're into them, if you've just met them, if you're so if you just started to get to know them, you cannot you cannot be the person with the less energy in terms of your energy output. Yeah. Always save some for yourself. Yeah. Definitely. Always save some for yourself. But I'd say save I'd go as far as saying save majority for yourself. Unless unless like I don't know. Who knows? Maybe some of our listeners here just, just know what just know life. Like, they just understand life completely. If you're that person, good for you. Go fuck yourself. You're <laughs> lucky bastard. But um, for for us regular people who aren't as lucky, then, you know, you just take things slow. Yeah. Take things slow and don't, don't force anything with life. I think, I feel like that's such a big, um, that's such a big thing. And it's like that um, don't, lesson from How I Met Your Mother. It's like no. the person who's meant for you is out there. And as both of you are going through life, things have to happen before you guys meet. But I think you can find solace in the thought that everything that you guys, both of you guys are doing to get where you need to be, both of you guys are doing it as fast as you can. Right? It's just both of you are doing things as fast as you can. I wouldn't say I I don't I don't like the the saying as fast as you can. I feel like that that muddles things a bit. Personally for me, that's just like a personal preference, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a personal thing. I feel like it muddles it because it, it kind of feels like you have to rush towards improving, towards growing, just so that you can meet that right person. I feel like that's not the intent of what the show was trying to say, but it can be misconstrued yeah, yeah. to be understood that way. I think I th- So to me it's I think the show is more of like Everything you're doing right now is as it needs to be. So you don't have yeah, to like, I feel like go any faster than that. Because it's already going yeah, as fast. Yeah, I feel like that's a, a much better way yeah, of yeah, saying yeah. it. Right? Like, go at your own pace. Because eventually, that pace, as long as it's not, you know, as long as that pace is built on a focus of self, eventually, you're going to find that person. Eventually things are going to work out and you're going to meet that person. It may not be overnight. It may take a long time. As, as a lot of good things in life are. But you can't, you can't expect it to, you know, you can't expect yourself to be able to force something like that to happen. Oh, definitely. You have to let it come naturally. Because there will be people who you want to give 100% to, but they aren't willing to give 100%. Shout there are going to be people to, uh... who are willing to give 100%. <laughs> Okay, go. go. No, I was going to say shout out like, the person you mentioned a while ago. Oh, you want me to shout out the person you... I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking about anything. Moving on. 
guns drawn. If that were come shot, man, we would have both had our cocks pointed to each other, ready to fire. As soon as Josh said that, I pulled out, I whipped out my cock. I was like, draw, bitch. Two of us can play that game. But yeah, all jokes aside, um, yeah, I mean, you just have to trust that life will work out eventually. I feel like it really is in one of my mantras that there is no such thing as like a wrong decision made. True. In the sense, I, I mean, there, there are, there could be like objectively wrong decisions. Like you hurt someone just for the sake of hurting them. But with regards to like important decisions, like am I going to choose this person or that I like, choose myself? I don't think there are wrong decisions for as long as the decisions that come after it justify them. And, Honestly, like my mindset regarding that is, like it's it's not it's not whether it's a good or a bad decision, right? You just have to make one, and yeah. you'll never be able to know if that was ever a good one or a bad one. But just decide, and then yeah, you'll never know if it's a good or a bad decision until you make it until you actually make it exactly. It's it's never gonna be easy. It's always gonna be a difficult like thing to go through. I don't think anyone thinks it's like an easy thing to just be like, oh yeah, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm gonna do. Yeah. But you know, it's as you say, like you need to have a certain level of trust in yourself to be like, this is gonna work out. Because if you think that you made the wrong decision and then you just fold on the spot, you're like, I fucked up. It's over. You're not going to do anything to make things better. Yeah. So you have to trust, even if it feels like the wrong decision. Like, af- sorry, even if after you made the decision, it feels like the wrong decision, you have to trust that you can make it the right one. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things. Yeah, it's not about making good or bad decisions. It's about making the best decision for you at that time. Yeah. yeah. And then figuring out everything that comes after it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. So, time check. It's 12.34. So, I'll leave it to Josh of whether you want to extend this discussion or you want to get ready for, <laughs> for school. Uh, I do have a five-hour class in 20 minutes. So, I do have to run. Um, okay. I think we hit the hour so, goal already for our podcast. We did hit the hour goal. So, uh, real quick, Josh, uh, before you leave, give us your top three songs of the moment. And then... Um, I will give my top three songs, but while I'm giving mine, I'll also do the outro so that you can <laughs> get yeah, ready for class. Yeah. All right, so top three songs, uh, Speed Run the Shit. Self-Medication by Logic, definitely. And then we have, oh God, um, we have uh, Late Night by Lucky Day. And then We Might Even Be Falling in Love by Victoria Monet. There, those are my top three. All right, go, go get ready. My top three is going to be Jumper by Third Eye Blind, um, Vindicated by Dashboard Confessional, and my sleeper pick, not really sleeper pick, it's a very mainstream song, but it doesn't fit with the other two songs, Under the Influence by Chris Brown. So thank you very much, everyone, for listening to this episode of the Pretentious Conversations podcast. If you want to send us an email, please do. We are desperate for for company in our email. Um, if you want to pick up the idea of Come Shot Man, also send us an email. We'll be more than happy to f- uh, figure out the legal whatever's of it, you know, how much of a share we're going to get and, and how, you know, how we'll be involved in the project. If there are any furries or NASA space agents or presidents or Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk, also feel free to uh, email us. But 
with that being said, thank you so much for listening to the Pretentious Podcast. I've been Val, and my co-host has been Josh, who's getting ready for school. And take things at your own pace. Stay safe. Life will make sense eventually. You got this. Right, bye-bye. Bye-bye.